And now, from the people who bought you, oh God, Crumble is not here and we haven't got an intro, and, well, why didn't you think of an intro? You knew Crumbly wasn't going to be here. Can I present our tribute to the Doctor on their 57th birthday? Oh, one, two, three. <coughs> Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday to you. To you. Happy birthday, dear Doctor. Happy birthday to you. And many more. I really hope that lines up because that was like a round robin that went really, really wrong. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Staggering Stories Podcast 355. I'm Adam. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... Rather annoyingly looking through Facebook when you're meant to be concentrating on the podcast. I am trying to find something. It's been popping up in my Facebook feed all week. And now it comes to the podcast when it should be important and I can use it as an addendum. (sighs) Can I find it? Can I find it? Buggery. And we can't even see him because we're Skyping this dear listener. And all we can see is Karen and his elbow, his shoulder... There you go. No, he could now be doing anything him. on that bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, with no further delay, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Filming starts on shortened season. Doctor Who season 13 has finally started filming, beginning in the exotic location of a quarry in South Wales. A quarry? They're going to a quarry! Needs must when you can't go to South Africa or the Canary Islands. Nope. Remember the days when we would get 14 episodes a year? Somewhere along Mm. the way, it then dropped down to 14-ish every year and a half, depending on how many Christmases there were. Then down to 13, and finally 11 episodes roughly every 18 months. The death by a thousand cuts continues, just as it did with Classic Who, as the upcoming Mm. season will be just eight episodes. In this case, Mm. Covid is more to blame than anyone at the BBC, and hopefully that number will jump back up if and when we get a series 14. Mm. Showrunner The Chibnall said of this... In this strangest of years, the Doctor Who production team have worked wonders to get the show back into production. Given the complexity of making Doctor Who, and with new and rigorous COVID working protocols, it's going to take us a little longer to film each episode, meaning we expect to end up with eight episodes rather than the usual eleven. But rest assured, the ambition, humour, fun and scares you expect from Doctor Who (laughs) will all still be firmly in place. For everyone around the world, this is a challenging period, but the Doctor never shirks from a challenge. The current hope is that these new episodes will arrive on screen in late 2021, a shade over a year and a half after the last season. 
an already-in-the-can festive special is due to air sometime around this coming Christmas or New Year. Mm. There's talk of there being a trailer for that maybe today, Ooh. but uh, not <gasps> yet. Yeah, can't find not it yet. yet. Not that I'd watch it. Two things on that. Yeah. One... It would be nice to actually finally have some ambition, humour, fun and scare. (laughs) But secondly, aren't half of them in face makeup and covered so thickly they don't actually need any masks because they've all got protuberances all over their face and masked up as it is. Yes, because they cover up their nostrils and and block their mouths as well. A lot of them have full face masks, so they're breathing through other... Yeah, let's let's let's, let's, let's not let's not be dickish <laughs> regarding COVID, please. <laughs> no, we've got to wonder though. They can't surely can't get John Barrowman back next season because there's no way he could be away from people enough. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Without licking them, hugging them, squeezing yeah. them. Exactly. Or doing something. Yeah. He's a touchy-feely guy. I, yeah, with problems. <laughs> he is. I'm, I'm pleased. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with a quarry these days. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably that was meant to be South Africa or Tenerife again or somewhere, but they've had to resort back to a quarry. Well, they, they've done quite <laughs> well with quarries recently because you've had Mars, which was in a quarry, but mm-hmm. it was nice and all red and then yep. there was the underworld in um a mysterious planet mysterious planet the, the yeah, one with you the satan pit uh, yeah that one was was in the uk although recently they've been going to other countries for their alien for, for their quarries planets haven't they <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a british but, quarry is not good enough we need a quarry abroad <laughs> well they've done all the uk ones to death you see yeah. I mean, recognize them oh that's been in well now they can five, introduce the next through. generation to the welsh quarries <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, yeah i mean i know is only episodes, but there are some series that aren't even going to get that. At least we are getting eight yeah, episodes. Yeah. It is, it is the kind of program that does require a lot of close-up togetherness, not just from the cast, but in terms of the special effects and that kind of stuff, and safety yeah, and what have you behind the scenes. People into these monster costumes is quite an intimate affair, quite yeah. often. Yeah, laying I the mean, latex on and getting, getting <laughs> yeah. all that side of it. So. No, good yeah, on, good on them for, for um, managing to get something together. I hope I hope this doesn't become a set pattern, as you say. I hope we get closer to eleven or fourteen yeah. going from. Yeah, and also I hope based on this we get another season after this of Whitaker, yeah, Whitaker, mm. because it's not really fair. She's had two shortened seasons already. To have one, she's further shortened. Yeah. 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 yeah, she deserves a fourth season, surely. But it's up to her, probably. Yeah. At the end of the day, it depends whether she gets fed up by the end. Of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, finally arriving. <laughs> Has it nineteen eighty four been and gone? Um, and depends another... on what you mean by nineteen eighty four. Yeah, nineteen eighty four's never gone. Yeah. <laughs> another podcast episode. Another change to Wonder Woman 1984's release. This perhaps the most publicly skittish of all tentpole <laughs> films due in the 2019 to 2020 time zone has now come out as a bi-platform release. Ooh. We will see Princess Diana of... Oh, God! Come on, <laughs> come on! <laughs> this is why I try not to read the news anymore. <laughs> We will see Princess Diana of Themyscira partially avoid the car crash that is 2020 cinema by simultaneously releasing in both US movie theatres and the HBO Max streaming service. The latter will be available at no extra charge to HBO Max subscribers, unlike Disney Plus, charging an additional $30 fee for the likes of the new live-action Mulan. 
That's more than you pay to go and sit in the cinema. Yeah. The Woman yeah. Woman 1984 HBO Max release will have a limited duration of 30 days, presumably to set the stage for the inevitable DVD and Blu-ray releases, but yet being long enough for everyone who could do these things to copy it down and put it out onto other forms of release. Oh, it's always going to be available <laughs> on the BitTorrent if you want to yeah. go that way. But yeah. In countries where HBO Max isn't available, such as our very own United Kingdom, then there will be just the traditional cinema release for now. A bite earlier on the 16th of December rather than the Christmas Day release for the US of A. How many, if any, UK cinemas will actually be open on the 16th of December is less than clear right now. Yep. Yeah, it may be we don't sit in cinemas until January or February and yeah. who knows. It may be that we on. never see it. <laughs> it may be. Maybe it comes straight to this Blu-ray and DVD. I was thinking I... more that the world will be blown up. <laughs> given, given that there's a strong possibility that we will have to go back into some kind of tight restrictions after Christmas Yule, I wonder if the cinemas will bother opening up for the one month for December because it's a lot to gear them up to open to then just have to shut down again. Yeah. Well, in theory, this new lockdown comes in on the on the second, is it, or third yeah. December? Yeah, and then they may not be able to open for that. Mm. That maybe then there's a window of a few days over Christmas when they might be allowed to open. But is, oh, it, what's the point? is it worth it because <laughs> yeah. people are going to be predominantly visiting family and friends? Possibly. Well, yeah. looking at what the PM announced earlier this afternoon, no, nah. doesn't seem likely. No, no. Nah. So who knows? Its box office is going to be terrible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, frankly, as we've, which is unfortunate, not its own fault at all. As we've said many, many times, what happens in 2020 doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm hoping sure that the to. bank we robbed yesterday will agree with me on that. <laughs> I do. The find, bank's got money. I yeah. do find it weird. It's titled 1984, the year before that you two first met. Was it? Was it 85? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, love and you. I know. I'm, I met you a good 25 <laughs> minutes before I met him. <laughs> See, you she's known me comer. longer than you. Hey, I was fashionably late. Uh. Is there any addendums? Well, Adam's got one. Yeah, a couple, in fact. First up, today it has been announced that The Web of Fear yep. is being re-released. Ooh. This time the missing episode will not be telesnaps, but will be animated. Okay. Ooh. If you go to YouTube, they have actually released a little snippet which was the little teaser that was actually shown on the BBC with uh, Patrick Troughton calming everyone down and telling them that the Yeti is going to be even more scary next time. Oh, okay. They've still got that, but they haven't got episode but three. But no, they, they've animated it. It's an animated version. That, yeah, they have the audio. Yeah, they have the audio. Can I just show you what he was looking at when he was talking about that? What is that? That's my next addendum. <laughs> Yeah, DuckTales. Yes, that's my next addendum. Do you have an addendum, Keith? I have an addendum, yes, because he's just nicked one of mine. I thought he had. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you tensed visibly. <laughs> DuckTales. Yes. Well, it should be renamed now The Master. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. What? Well, as, as, as we know, as we know, Mr. Tennant is the voice of uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yes. Yep. Well, in the yep. next couple of episodes that is coming up, or the next episode that is coming up, we have... Hang on, I've got to try and find it. Is it Derek Jacobi? No, no, Johnson? hang on, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Surely Jesus. not Eric Roberts. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Anthony Ailey? <laughs> Whoa. No, no, we have introduced Matilda McDuck. Ooh. 
Right. Who's Michelle playing Gomez? Matilda? Voiced by Michelle, Michelle Gomez. Oh. Right. <laughs> so that they're both Scottishing it up. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. Does it come with subtitles in that case if they both get well, going? I, it's I, like I, I have just together, seen, you don't know. I have just seen a little excerpt and you can definitely hear Missy coming out. <laughs> <laughs> is Matilda McDuck a goodie or a baddie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> a sharpener of sticks. Oh, that was Matilda. That's Matilda. Ah, that, that duck I just showed you, that's Matilda McDuck. Right. Have we got for a whole two weeks without anyone stuffing it? Sorry, passing away. <laughs> Kick in the bucket. Well... Tommy Ball or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, no, Doctor Who related. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there was a live radiophonic workshop concert, for oh. a better word, which uh, they streamed live, as I say, and they incorporated the expected delays into the audio somehow. Oh. It was part of the performance, the, the lag yeah. over the internet. I'm not quite sure how it works, but apparently it's up on YouTube now. Oh, I'll have to watch and that. And it's got to be worth a watch. Mm. So we'll put the link in the show notes and uh, yep. yeah, we'll find out together. Oh, I'm I didn't know anything about that beforehand. Yeah. I didn't either. But Slightly uh, annoying. I missed it live, but, but it is now cool. out there. Not quite an addendum because people know about it, but lockdown to who? They're doing tweet-alongs again. Yeah. I've been mm. putting one or two up as when they get announced on the um, Staggering Stories site. But uh, yes, we, we've got the tweet-alongs coming back again. Yeah, in fact, I think it's one tonight, isn't it? Or was one tonight? There probably is being tonight, as we're recording, it is the Doctor's birthday. Yeah, exactly. it is 23rd November. Hence the intro. Yes. The <laughs> extravagantly wonderful, beautiful intro. Oh, yeah. We're really tuneful. <laughs> and... 57 years. That's the end of the news. And now, as it's the Doctor's 57th birthday today, we thought, just to make a pleasant change, we would <laughs> listen to some Doctor Who. Ooh, pause for music. Now, this time's Doctor Who is Big Finish. Yep. It's mm -hmm. the um, one of the Time Lord Victorious segments. Uh, uh, cycle, yep. To kill me, to kill me not. Yes. I got no, it No, right. he kills me. Ah! He kills me, he kills me not. Yep. Can I, can I start? <laughs> and I, I feel quite bad about this, and I'm really you... hoping I'm not the only one. Go on. I adore Big Finish. I can't think of anything they've produced that I've listened to that I've been disappointed in except this. Oh, really? I, I didn't think it was that bad. I found it extremely weak compared to what we're used to from Big Finish, but I suppose that's because it's simply a segment yeah. of an ongoing story. But I, yeah. I was I was not gripped. <laughs> I, mm. I have to say, I echo those comments. I love Yay. Paul McGann. I bought these because the first one that we heard with Tom, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting them because of the old time little victorious crossover. I just thought, you know, that one sounds quite good and as a little standalone. I got very quickly annoyed with the American Midwest cowboy phony <laughs> accent. The Western. Western, which really started to drive me up the wall. What would Americans think I wonder? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it really was kind of like, I, I get the fact that this is a place that's in the middle of nowhere, but why they all sounded like bad copies of a Western movie. The story itself, I thought, was actually quite shallow. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it really didn't. Definitely have much substance to it i'm not quite sure how it is a time law victorious story so i'm not following the thread but 
it just struck me as a, a short trip. I know it's probably something to do with the arc about the mucking about with time and then the yeah. next one moves into with Daleks and it becomes a little bit more apparent. And there's obviously something going on with time not being quite what it is. But I almost felt like, to an extent, Paul was phoning it in and it just... It just it's lacked just, something. The idea of um, an evil, an ood like that, I, I just, I like that. Assassin. I like that idea. An ood yeah. assassin, mm. I think, is wonderful. But yeah, the only bit of the entire listen we listened to it last night that made me go ah was at the bit at the end when the Daleks showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wasn't wasn't gripped at all. The re- the relationship between the two, I can't even remember their names. Yeah, I just yeah. Now, I'm going to throw some oil onto this fire. Come on, then. I enjoyed it. I understood what it was. It is what it is. It's a light bit of fluff. But for me, it was a good listen to occupy the time. It didn't necessarily grip me, but it did carry me along. I enjoyed the uh, juxtaposition of the Wild West. I Mm. saw it as a small little Western. (laughs) I liked the Ood. He sounded like a a nastier version of (laughs) 3PO. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it reminded me from the, the comic strip of the two assassin droids from Dr. Um, oh, I can't remember the Star Wars comic strip. You don't know. Mm. But, you know, the, the two droids, the R2 unit and the 3PO unit there that try to work out. Oh, Dr. Afra. Thank you, Dr. Afra, that work yeah. out a ways to try to kill him. I have seen or listened to a couple of other Time Lord Victorious, so I understand mm-hmm. that the ongoing thread seems to be time out of joint and things aren't necessarily what they're meant to be. Mm. I liked the little conceit of Mr. McGann at one point playing, what is it, three, four different roles. Mm-hmm. Although it was him, you could t- definitely tell the four people apart. Mm. It's only for one, uh, a couple of scenes. I did like yeah. that and thought it was a nice little twist and a chance for him to exercise his uh, acting chops. And what also mm-hmm. has struck me as he he's 61 now. I recently really? Yeah, I've oh. recently listened to um the, the first set of Charlie uh, stories mm-hmm. when it was Charlie and the Eighth Doctor and he sounds older. The the voice is lower pitched. Mm. Yeah, I, there's something with his audio in this one. Mm. It sounds like he just come from the dentist. I'm sure it's not. It's something wrong with they probably had to get a lot of background noise out, which is affected. It could, his, yeah. his it could be that because they, yeah, they were all recorded in lockdown. Yeah, you can tell a bit, which is a shame. If this had been recorded on his home recording studio, maybe more than the stuff at the um, big finish area yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that, that may be part of what it was. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I like, I did like that bit with the uh, the different people, but if this had been the first one, I would. Wouldn't have bought the rest of the, the, the CD series. I wouldn't have ordered them. You bought a, a bundle, rather. I yeah. bought the bundle when the um, Tom Baker one came out. So I've got this one. Mm. I've got the next one, which is the one with the Daleks. But if it had been He Kills Me, He Kills Me, not had been the first one, I don't think I'd have bothered to order the rest of the bundle. It's amazing mm. how um, we've we've noticed it ourselves on a much smaller level, not being with people in a room, not being able to bounce, bounce off of each other yeah. makes a huge difference to the end product. It does. Oh, yeah. Well, the big finish are quite used to that. As they say in the, the stuff at the end of here, a lot of their torchwood is done that way because obviously Barrowman has traditionally been off in LA mm. and the rest of the cast have been in the UK generally. But, so the, but they manage that. But then you... 
with Barrowman, for example, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. You can play to what you expect. <laughs> you know that character. You know how he's going to play Captain Jack. And, and, and no disrespect, but Barrowman can bounce off himself. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. So that works. But here with new characters, mm. yeah, you don't quite know how people are going to play. It is, it is different. And I think it did suffer a bit from that. You know what the Although, problem was? What you do? It's because yeah. none of them got a big Finnish lunch. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Something in the food. <laughs> how did you think so them up a bit. the ood went? Because I'm not sure that if I hadn't known it was an ood, if someone had just played it to me and, and said, what is this alien yeah. here? I'm not sure I'd have I, figured out it was an ood. I recognise the voice. Yeah. It's the same guy who does the, the ood voice on TV, Silas Castle. Well, I didn't recognise the voice, and I, unless they described him, I wouldn't have known it was an yeah. ood, apart from the, was it Mr. Ball? Mr. Ball. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I recognise <laughs> yeah. the voice, and yeah. also it's um, mentioned a couple of times in the description, tentacle face. So yeah, but, the fact that but, he's an ood is in there. Yeah. He's on the front cover too, if you've... Yeah, well, that's I, what I mean. If it we, wasn't, we, if we it wasn't it. for the front cover, I yeah. wouldn't have necessarily have worked out. I yeah, have to yeah, admit, yeah. that bit... I, I did like that bit of it, um, the whole thing with Mr. Ball. I, <laughs> I thought that was actually the, quite funny as well with yeah. the, you know. <laughs> I, I know I shouldn't, but Mr. Ball Mr. might. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently he's the character who links up with the rest of the bigger narrative. Yeah. Brian. I know, yeah, Ood. I know he pops up a couple of times. There's such a cool name for an Ood. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian. It might sit more comfortably once we've heard the rest of them as well. Um, I I don't know. I think it's going to be a pretty throwaway. Yeah. Apart from introducing Brian, I think it has no bearing on I, I, the bigger yeah, story, I've got to admit, I feel. I've got to admit, I enjoyed it, but I will admit it's a light bit of fluff. It is what it is. Mm. Yeah. You can't go into it with greater expectations. I've been pretty down the whole concept of Time Lord Victorious up till now anyway, without having sampled any of it. And now I have. I still don't feel like there's much merit to the idea other than to get people to buy lots of different mm. merchandise. Yeah. But... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is some great grand scheme and it's going to be a wonderful story at the end of the day, but I feel like it's just little bits I sprinkle into these various disparate yeah. stories, which could be a standalone just to get you to buy I, them. I don't get the feeling there's going to be any bad wolf kind of, oh my God, looking back at it, oh, why didn't we see it kind of moment. <laughs> uh, there there won't be because... pretty weak on, as it was. But... <laughs> they won't be because we know this is an overarching theory to begin with. That mm. type of wonderful revelation is only when you put it together after this fact. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. You see, it's maybe not the most auspicious one to start on, but it's fine when you're in the car driving to work and you've got something to listen to. Yeah. yeah. Not one I'd necessarily listen to too many times. Okay. Well, as you can tell, some of us were disappointed. <laughs> others, others, others of us are bouncy little boys all the time anyway, so oh. I'm never disappointed by <laughs> anything Ooh. apart from bananas. <laughs> They are the spawn of Satan. But we would like to know what you chaps thought of he'll kill me, he'll kill me not, or whatever it's called. You can write to us via show at staggering stories dot net. I think it's, it's meant to be a pun on he loves me, yes. he loves me not. Yeah. Yeah. Hence, yeah. hence yeah. The, uh, the couple in there as well. Mm. Oh, well. It's been a while, but lockdown's here again, so maybe it's time for another Flotsam and Jetsam, what we've been doing in lockdown. Crying, <laughs> mostly. <Aww>. <laughs> Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> 
playing Spider-Man Haven't on you the just? PS4, mm-hmm. I suddenly oh. become hooked on it again, and I am awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Have you killed or broken the backs of any young women? What? Gwen. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> I, have, I have been repeatedly murdered by a rhino, though, so yep. that's not good. Oh. And you, have to be a you've enjoyed too. sneaking up on people and bonking them on lampposts. Oh, it's so cool. You can, if you're hiding on... If you're up on the top of a, a, a lamppost with the lights on or whatever, and they don't see yep. you, if they walk underneath the lamppost, you can press square and you shoot your web down, pull them up <laughs> above your head and slam them down face first onto the lamppost, then tie them up. And apparently that won't kill them. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no. And, 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 and apparently when you're fighting and you're shouting at the screen, die, you get die, that is not in the <laughs> spirit of all that Spider-Man represents. Oh, no. no apparently not. I get told off. <laughs> uh, who says that? They don't know what they're talking about. What have you been doing, Adam? <laughs> what have I been doing? Watching some TV, of course. Lots of stuff on at the moment. So obviously we've got uh, Mandalorian is back. Yay. Discovery, Star Trek STD. Yay. Recently finished the new Long Way Up which is the uh, Hugh McGregor Charlie Borman on a motorbike thing they've gone electric now <laughs> going up South America it's very good oh uh, Spitty Image oh yeah haven't seen any Brit of them Box is no, quite good haven't seen any of them uh, his dark materials which we should talk about later mm-hmm. and other things I've been listening to besides He Kills Me He Kills Me Not is mostly whilst driving to work the audiobook of Thrawn oh the book from a couple of years ago now yeah. I think which is the yeah. reintroduction of Thrawn into the canon after he turned up in Rebels, of course. Who's it read by? Uh, the usual Star Wars guy. I uh, forget his name. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> there's there's an American chap who does most of the Star Wars books these days. He's known as the usual Star Wars guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not one of the the main Star Wars cast, but he's, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting to see that character come back, and it's him, his younger days. They meet him on this deserted planet, and then him getting recruited by the Empire and working his way up the ranks. It's very good so far. I definitely recommend it. I've got the, the hardback too. I skip between them occasionally, but mostly it's audio because uh, I'm driving. <laughs> and I shouldn't read a book. Yeah, I can't really yeah, read I, Technically, driving. I probably could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the car will drive yourself, but I probably should keep my eyes on it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that excuse would go down well with the police. <laughs> no, I think not. I think not. Yeah, I think you might find yourself in trouble on that one. Um, not a lot. I've been doing a lot of crafting, so I've been doing a lot of sewing and that. I've caught up on the first series of a pro- of something called The Discovery of Witches. Oh, yes. Which, I, I know about Witches and vampires, and it's set around Cambridge and Spain and it's about as far removed from the Moonlight Sagas as you could get. It's actually quite good and quite addictive. We saw I, an episode, I, I didn't we? Quite enjoyed yeah. it actually. Discovery of witches. Mm. That, not not a lot. I've been contemplating getting a Nintendo Switch, but I don't know if I will. They are very good. I never get time to play mine, but uh, I've got it right here, oh. right here. Oh, exhibit A. <laughs> Construct number yeah. two really likes his. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I recommend um, Animal Crossing. Uh, West of Loathing. <laughs> All right. It's quite cheap. It's good fun. But other than that, no, not a lot. Just, I'll be honest, I've, uh, with work, I've had a lot of meetings. So most evenings, I'm absolutely queen crackered or busy doing virtual meetings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just vegetating. Not not doing much more <laughs> yeah, than crafting. Yeah, a lot of that. Oh, and then husband, what have you been doing? Uh, Well, walking to work, I'm working my way through my big finishes again, because I've recently burned them all down onto MP3, so I'm working my way through there. I think I'm up to 112, I think, somewhere around Mm. there, disc 112. 
on the the lockdown side dalek painting lots of dalek <laughs> miniatures so I, i'm working my way through those watching front well obviously um dark materials for uh, this podcast which we'll be reviewing later i've recently stumbled across and i'm re-watching uh jonathan strange and mr norrell oh yeah, yeah. that's on amazon that i've that's re- oh, is it? Okay. that's recently appeared on amazon so i'm re-watching that because it's been yeah, a few really years since i've watched that mm. and lock and key on netflix Oh, I must get back to that. I haven't gone Netflix this, at the moment. Is this the new series? The second series? Or no, is it the, the second first series. One it's, the, it's the first series. Oh, right. Because I've seen the, the first series, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, still doing the first series. And uh, what else? I think that's mostly about it. I forgot to mention, I am listening to one thing that I have oh. now caught up 21 seasons of. The Infinite Monkey Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have yeah. really got into The Infinite Monkey Cage, which anyone who isn't from UK won't know about it. It's a BBC audio show which is based around science. It can be literally anything from the Big Bang to is laughter biological or learn, and it's it's quite interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying that. Unfortunately, I've nearly run out, so I'll have to start listening to the big finishes from number one. Uh, there are worse things to do, isn't yeah. there? Isn't there? That Museum of Curiosity. Have you heard any of them? No. no. Similar idea. Is that similar. I think. Yeah, BBC again, but it's more about items. And they bring special guests in to talk about things. Oh, I have to. I have to give that a go. And of course, there's been the new series of Taskmaster. Oh yes, <laughs> and it's new home. Thoroughly enjoying that. I'm loving Daisy May Cooper. Mmm. I honestly thought she was going to give birth in the first couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> is she pregnant or does she and there's been several times when I thought why are they making a pregnant woman do this <laughs> like running back and forth on muddy grass you know oh. yeah okay as always chaps we would like to hear what you've been doing to relieve mm. the boredom of lockdown as long as it's publishable uh, well yeah <laughs> you can tell us by writing to show at Staggering stories. Dot net. Woo-hoo. How long have we been doing this? Long time. And how long has it taken us to finally work it out? A long well, time. Well, it's normally in the room. We can watch each other go around the room. But it's I was going to say, yeah. What, yeah. what you haven't seen is me pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have been watching the second series of His Dark Materials. Mm. Pause mm. music. Right, this is this has gone all um, Godfather Part Two aliens on us because I thoroughly enjoyed the first series, but this second series is exceptional really yes. really enjoying it once i got over yeah. the fact that the uh lead actress seemed to have grown four inches in between the two series <laughs> i don't know how because they film pretty much back to back i she's think she's a but, lot uh, taller in this one yeah Growth Growth spurts. Spurts. <laughs> yeah it must be it must be yeah, it's getting increasingly difficult to, to say she's not hit that age yet <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so we've got lyra and will yep, in, yep. up a tree no in the <laughs> oh, yeah. one of the parallel worlds We've got Mrs. Coulter yes. and her monkey attempting to track them down. <laughs> yes. We've got Lee Scoresby in his balloon yep. attempting to track them down. Mm-hmm. And all those mm-hmm. nasty, nasty men 
from mm-hmm. the Magisterium mm-hmm. attempting to track them down. down. There's yeah. nothing quite like being popular. Yeah. I get the feeling where Lyra and Will are is more of a nexus point than a than an alternative world. It feels like there's something That's more to that said. point yeah. of where they are that they can keep going back to. The kids there are creepy. They're um, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Oh, they've gone all Lord of the Flies, especially Leanna Mormont. Gore. Mm. Yeah. And it's something yeah. we point, we, we thought about, I, mean, I think it was the last episode. Does she specialise in playing grumpy... <laughs> untrusting characters it's bella ramsey is the, uh, yeah, is the it's, actor it's... and she she's not quite as scowly as liana mormont but she's cre- no. creepy as all hell <laughs> <laughs> um i like you you're now starting to get science as we would have it yeah. crossing over into their world and i liked the whole bit between lyra and will about it's electricity electricity is the sap of a tree. No, that's amber. No, amber's... And, and oh, they yeah. had the same <laughs> words, but they had Dust different yeah. meanings. Yeah. And I like that dust is basically... We now know where his dark materials come yeah. from. There you go. Um, yeah. Dark matter. It's dark yeah. matter, which is, is quite a nice idea. The fact it seems to come from the um, demons when they dissipate, so it's almost like the demons are dark mm. matter. That's what I was saying to Keith when yeah. um, one of the demons died. Mm. Um, I was getting more moved by the demon dying than by the person dying. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of course, yeah. when but, the person dies, the demon dissolves. Yeah, evaporates. But the, the demon actually seems to go to dust. dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how much we've had in the TV series yet, but there is more about that. Each different world universe has its own uh, incarnation of dark matter, yeah. effectively. Mm. For Lyra's world, it is the demons. Obviously, for our world, it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's something else. And then we've got other worlds coming up where it's different things again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when some of these other ones turn up. The, same. the wheels guys turning up in the third book, I think. Yeah, the third, third book. book. And then you've got the little miniature guy oh, with the spurs yeah, on the back yeah. of his feet. That's the last. Is that the last book? I thought it was the last one. See, I've never, I've never read the books. Uh, oh, it's a long time ago. I, I've it's long, forgotten most really of them. Long time read. for me. I, I did like the the subtle changes in the opening title as well. I yeah. mean, you, you, yeah, all, they they're now emphasising the, uh, the the knife. knife rather than the compass. And yeah. if you yeah. look at it, they're actually walking in another level, and you zoom out of another level. Yeah, you mm, can still yeah. see. Yeah. You can still see the original level that they're on with the balloons and the airship. Yeah. But, you know, it's concentrated on another, on another level. So the opening titles have been subtly changed to reflect yeah, what's I'm going sure on in the will. story. Each season changed. Yeah. Speaking of demons, we had as close to a serious conversation as we've ever got. And we don't have serious conversations. <laughs> no, we don't. We shy away from <laughs> um, where Lee Scoresby's been captured because yes. he, he killed to defend himself. You know, it happens. Yeah. So... He's had the snot kicked out of him and is chained up in prison. And Mrs. Coulter mm-hmm. comes along to try and get info out of him. And he reveals yeah. to her that he is not bothered by pain. He learned very early on how to cope with pain. He was basically an abused child. That was yeah. a and wonderful scene between wasn't it him wonderful? and her. And yeah. he recognises in her that the same thing had happened to her. She also was abused as a child. And when mm. she left mm. his cell, she had that moment where she just stood with her head resting on the wall getting herself together and keith mentions that her her demon never speaks no. and yeah it kind That's of true. there are children out there who are so badly abused that they 
don't speak. And it just struck me mm. that that's why. And also you got oh, the wow, first yeah. sign of friendship and comfort from Oh, yeah, the, when, the when, she, when she was upset and she's trying to get herself together, the first time you saw the demon do something nice, it reached up and took her hand. Yeah, it was very attentive, mm. though, wasn't it? Yeah. It yeah. was almost oh, yeah. like it was waiting to be batted to away. Be, but exactly, it was like... or to be hit, as yeah. had happened when they were, they were kids. There was also use again. They didn't do it so much in the first series, only once I can think of. They focused on the fact that if you hurt the demon, the person feels it. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's yes. why you're not allowed to touch other people's demons. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. to knock the guard out, the monkey just basically knocked the snake out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I love that, that scene as well, where you've got Will and Lyra in our world, in the cinema. Oh, God, mm. yeah. They're watching Paddington. Popcorn. She presumably thinks that Paddington is somebody's demon. demon. Yeah. It's a talking bear. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the popcorn. It's a, it's a taste terrible. I can't stop eating it. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes yeah. like cardboard. Well, don't yeah. eat it. I can't, I can't stop, stop eating it. <laughs> <laughs> talking of talking bears, also we had a return of... Um... Yorick Bjornsson. Yes, that's it. So it looks like he's going to be coming back into it too. Yeah. Mm. And we also have um, our new character, Mary, the uh, former nun who now is a... F- research physicist i like yeah. her. researching dark matter she you remember you've read the books gene no no oh wonderful things happen to her Spoiler good wonderful music. good wonderful Spoiler music la 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 <laughs> she's i was hoping i was so worried because um the golden compass film they just yeah so much was missing they scrubbed the whole religious awful. side and i was worried they weren't going to introduce mary because she's she's vital and I was so happy, mm. and I, ca- I can't remember the name of the actress. She did such a good job. Yeah. I liked the fact that she very quickly twigged that she wasn't being lied to. I don't know if she fully yeah. believes, but she knows that this child isn't lying to her, as in winding her up for the sake of yeah. it, and that she twigged that something wasn't right with that police officer and all the rest of it, oh, and was yeah. like yeah. trying to get her out safely. She's a nun. Nuns know many, many things. <laughs> you ever tried penguin. lying to a oh, nun? I've never tried oh. lying to a nun, no. They know. They do. I ended up actually watching the la- the first two episodes back to back because something mm. went on and I missed it. So I ended up watching the two on Sunday morning and then the third one Sunday night. Now, I sometimes binge watch, but I actually usually quite like to watch episodically. Yeah. I got to the end of episode three going... I hate you, BBC. Why can't I just sit here and watch the rest of these? It it really is kind of like you want to know what it's not like. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. That was good. I really, really, really want to know what's going to happen next. The relationship between Lyra and Will is just so sweet. (laughs) Um, when she, when they meet up in the, um, the other world for the first time and he shows her where he's been staying and there are, two beds in two different rooms it's an open plan room and she chooses one and he's like oh that was going to be mine and then he wouldn't sleep in the other bed because it was in the same vague area as her so he's he's kipping (laughs) downstairs on the sofa the note the note oh god that boy jeez she left it she didn't put it in the most obvious place (laughs) oh come on how many times did he walk past that note (laughs) not quite as bad as having it chalked onto the back of a door this is true (laughs) 
<laughs> so, of course, the next episodes, um, it depends on how much they stick to, things are going to get nasty for Will. And oh, really? we're going to see lots more of the, in quotes, ghosts. Yes. Find out more about them. Mm. We briefly saw one at the end of episode two, didn't mm. we? Beginning to form behind him. Yeah. Yes, it looked like a big mm. dragon or something. Because I, I saw that and I thought, oh, does that mean he actually gets a demon? And is his demon a dragon? You know, can demons be fictional mm. creatures, so to speak, or... Or it might not be a fictional creature if it's from another realm. Because mm. it did have that kind of like look like a dragon. Mm. And because you only get that one scene, I thought, oh, is that his his, his demon? demon. So well, obviously we, we, maybe not. We have demons anyway. It's just ours are inside us. It's called a conscience. Mm. Mm. Adam's is very small. <laughs> <laughs> also, <Well found>. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's what we've been picking up, but I like the association of demon to person like all the security guards they have the guard dogs they have the, uh, the various, Alsatians various yeah. guard mm. magisterium we got spiders yeah. or lizards snakes, snakes. Yeah. yeah that that was one question we were asking Lee Scoresby he's an aeronaut why hasn't he got an eagle a or a, some yeah. sort of bird he's got a hair <laughs> Feet of foot yeah, fast. Oh, Gene, spoiler music, spoiler music. Sha la 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 la. You will blub when he um reaches his final scene. <laughs> I have a feeling that will happen. <laughs> I I um it's I was reading the book on the train going down to Chichester and I had to basically just pretend that I was sneezing. <laughs> I had that when I read the last book of the Lion and Witch in the Wardrobe tri- oh. um, series. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it because I, I have no expectations. I have yeah. no idea because I've never mm. read the books. I know nothing about the world or the series. I didn't even see the Golden Compass, so it's like well, that's probably for the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I must go back to that and see what I hashed I made of it. Yeah, <laughs> the parallels and the sets was another thing we we noticed. Oh, what was the name of the guy who? stole the alethiometer his house oh, has a- a- Ariel I, I his house has got the same uh, staircases as the town that Lyra and Will are in on the, the other world the stairs coming down mm. from either side and it's shot always from the same angle what one of the things I noticed I have to admit about that is there was a there was a degree of Escher influence in yeah. that. In the, it's mm. very much like that. The, the stairs that are always going down, but going up. and you get it at the opening scene where you've got the yeah. stairs yeah. where yeah. they're all walking up, it's, walking up and down. And, deliberately yeah. so, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of like Escher parallels. I don't know where it was filmed. That city, Dale. It's obviously somewhere in the Mediterranean. I, I tell suspect. you, it oh. looks like King's Landing to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, actually, they built it. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah, the entire thing is built in the car park outside the studio. You're joking. That looks brilliant. No. <laughs> yeah. They looked everywhere to find somewhere. They found places which would do bits of it, mm. but not somewhere which would do the entire place. Yeah. Mm. So I thought, rather than just film bits here, there, and everywhere and try to patch it together, we'll just build it. <laughs> which is incredible. Hey, yeah. Rather yeah. amazing. It shows how much money they put so, into so, it. Yeah. Certainly with the lighting HBO's as well, because the lighting is very sunny, very hot, very Mediterranean. Mm. Mm. Lots of yeah. reflective some, surfaces. <laughs> yeah. Some of it, they recreated bits inside. Yeah. yeah. So some of the, the streets and the doorways are actually copied inside right. the studio as they are outside, mm. just so they can film different weathers. But yeah, for the bits where they're running around, yeah. Yeah. it's all outside the studio. Yeah. That's really good. It is impressive. 
we've only, of course, only got seven episodes this season because we lost one, oh. sadly. I wonder why. Did something happen this year? <laughs> <laughs> they were going to do an episode just centering on, what's the name, the father? Azrael. Azrael, yeah. Because of the filming schedules, they had to do that a little bit after the main block. But then COVID hit. So that entire episode had to be scrapped. So he's not turning up at all, unfortunately, this season. And to be fair, he wasn't in the book either. Well, no. But hopefully there'll be a third season and perhaps that'll be the opening episode. He's being played by um, the guy from Sherlock Holmes. James McAvoy. Because he was in the trailer at the end end of this week's episode. No, 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 no. You're you're thinking of the wrong father. Oh, no, it's Uh, Lyra's father, not Will's father. He was was played by Moriarty. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 no, no. yeah. I'm thinking Will's father. Yeah, you got you got the fathers wrong. <laughs> and wasn't Will's grandfather a total arse? <laughs> yeah, really. Yes. Was. Absolute it. You punched I get me. the feeling there's I a did. touch of racism going on there with yeah. Will's father. Oh, yeah, com- did wonder completely because yeah. his grandmother just seemed like a grandmother, mm. but she also seemed a bit. Oh no, no, no! My husband can do no wrong because she yeah. um, seemed to think that yeah. calling the police was the thing to do. But the grandfather didn't, you could hide, tell didn't that, hide his yeah, contempt. Could tell that from the body language. Yeah. Just oh, with oh, him really? sitting You've there. only yeah. come to see me because you want money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, they certainly didn't seem to be short of a few no. quid either. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, dear. Not unlike the guy with the Model X. Well, <laughs> I see electric car in that, that Yes, was, yeah, yes. You pointed I pointed out. that out, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, they've now been sent on a quest to get the subtle knife. Yes. Mm, or they, the name of the second or book. they won't get the alethiometer back. back. Yeah. Mm. And what's the magisterium up to? Ooh, not good. <laughs> that was another bit that I really liked. The fact when Lyra met Mary, she didn't think she could be a scientist because there are no female scholars in her world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. yeah. Certainly Mrs. Coulter is quite the exception. Yes. Yeah, it's a very in terms of powerful people being in a woman. Uh, patriarchal society isn't it yeah but she's running rings around the magisterium isn't oh, she? oh god yeah isn't, she's isn't a serpent in the nest isn't she marvellous power behind the throne yeah yeah, yeah she, she's really good she is the little finger yes definitely yeah. is she going to turn you've read it so yeah she going to turn out to be as bad as she appears to be i really can't tell you okay <laughs> it's, she's such a complex she, character character she, yeah. she does things for people's own good whether they mm. want her to or not whether whether it's <laughs> yeah whether yeah. it's helpful or not yeah right chaps and chapesses etc Guess what I'm going to say? Ah, uh, <laughs> anti-disestablishmentarianism? I've got the wrong teeth in for that. Okay. We would like to know, if you've been watching it, what you think of his dark materials. And if you've read the books, what do you think of the adaptation? How mm. do you think they can let us know? Well, they could write it down on a piece of paper and fold it into an envelope and then and, no, into a paper plane and throw it out the window. Or they could get a pigeon. Yes, yes. Or a type, smoke a pigeon. Get that pigeon! Get that Stop pigeon! It. <laughs> Instead, why don't you just write to us at show at staggering stories dot, dot net. You screwed that up, didn't you? No, I was looking at the thing because I wanted to make sure it was still bouncing. <laughs> it's still going wibbly wobbly. Good. You've been writing to us again, you oh, lovely, lovely oh, people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, yep. and thank you. Weeks, thank you. Oh, stop, especially stop, you. Thank, stop, but stop. I, but I'm thank, thanking. I know you are. You've thanked but it, them. But I've no. to do it individually. Hands on head. Okay. Thank you.
Who have we heard from, young Jean? We've heard from Matt. Hello, Hello Matt. Staggerers, it's been a while. I hope you are all well. Your podcast has kept me sane-ish throughout <laughs> lockdown, so thanks for that. I'd love to be added to your Christmas card list. I was on it previously, but have moved, so my new address is at the bottom of this email. Don't worry, Matt, I won't read it out. Is that a So statement? while I'm here, what have I been watching? I'm loving the new Doctor Who classic Blu-ray box sets. I have them all so far and really do hope they resume when they can. I've Mm. resisted buying any of the new animations, as I am sure the plan is to get all the lost episodes animated and release them in their respective season box sets, so I'm holding out for that. Probably a wise move, actually. I finally bought Witaka's last season on Blu-ray as the price dropped on Amazon. This speaks volumes for our current feelings towards the show, as before I'd had to pre-ordered it ahead of release. I love Jodie as the Doctor. It's just mm. some of the writing that I struggle with, which has resulted in my enjoyment level of some, not all, of the episodes beginning to wane a little. Oh. I, I know where you're coming from there, Matt. <laughs> I'll be skipping a few episodes when I take to watching this latest set. Hopefully the writing team might get their act together for the next season of just eight episodes. I can appreciate the reduction is down to COVID, but let's hope that isn't the new template for the show mo- moving forward. Hear, hear. Yeah, indeed. Yes. Although it's not even clear if that's eight episodes, including the special. Yeah. Including the Christmas special that isn't the Christmas including special. Including either whatever. this one coming or potentially one after. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, Star Trek Discovery is an absolute joy. Yep. As yep. has been The Boys and The Umbrella Academy, both in their second oh, season. Yeah. I haven't seen The Boys. Oh. That second season is particularly good as well. Film-wise, I enjoyed a few escapades to the cinema for the window they were open. I watched (laughs) the 1978 Superman, which I thought was disappointing, as it didn't age well on the big screen. Mm. Love the score booming around the auditorium, though. Oh, yeah. That doesn't age. Not Tenant. Tenet was great. I think I understood (laughs) 75% of it and heard 50% of the dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, the new- can't slept through half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see it. <laughs> the new Bill and Ted was absolute joy. Yeah. Oh, and his house on Netflix is rather good. It has Ooh. a certain Matt Smith in it, Ooh, but it's a British it? horror that is very effective. I have not heard of that. No, his house. I have to say that I was very disappointed in Cineworld and how they reacted to the whole crisis. I have Mm. one of their cards for near on 14 years and might be rethinking of my subscription when it starts back up. The Bristol one didn't reopen at all after the initial knockdown. If you continue to charge £5 per showing, I'll be switching allegiances. Uh, We don't really have a choice in Crawley. There's only one cinema. Yeah, we've got both and... Similar thoughts did go through my mind as well. I discovered yeah. a new Who podcast during lockdown. <gasps> I walk Ooh. a lot and consume loads of podcasts. My listening <laughs> list was dwindling fast, so I gave Who Back When a try. I thoroughly recommend it. If you haven't listened, they no. give frank, informative and very inter- entertaining reviews of classic, new and big finish episodes. I'm wading through the back catalogue now. 
definitely worth a listen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I hope it's not too early, but here's something who and festive for you. Oh, oh, we have a on. picture of a TARDIS in front of a Christmas tree with a wreath and, and lots of presents snowing. in front of it. Oh. And it's snowing by a full moon. I think that's from yeah, yeah, I had that the end of Tenants Run. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice one though. It is. Yeah. Have a great and safe Christmas. Drink and eat lots. Keep up the good work. <laughs> You're all doing very well. <laughs> all the best, Matt. Thank, Thank you, you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Have a brilliant Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I hope you get to spend it quickly. spend it safely with someone you want to be with. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what guarantees us not to have a brilliant Christmas. What's that? Yes, it's if we fail to say hello to the oh. thing looming behind right. Adam. He looks yeah. thoroughly ticked off. He does. And I, quite <laughs> frankly, am terrified of well, wanting to say hello to him after well, what happened yeah, last time. I was going to say. So it's your fault. Three... It's all your fault, Carol. Well, <laughs> One, two, three. Hello. Don't do anything bad to us. Please don't. At least well, wait till after to Christmas. It's, it's, it's Adam's going to be first. Oh. Right. Ah, uh, we have another letter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Says, hello, team. Oh. All in capital letters. Hello. It is I, Leclerc. Mr. M. Oh. That, that, that name sounds it familiar. It does. Was Where it? have oh, I heard yeah. it from? Indeed. Oh, it was the postman. You sure? No. It's <laughs> been a while. A long... Take your glasses off, then you can see it. <laughs> does he say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he's very good. It comes with notes, does it? <laughs> Clairvoyant he is. It's been a while, a long, long while since I last wrote. In fact, my yeah. last feedback to you was hot off the heels of World Enough and Time and Ooh. The Doctor Falls, which was three and a half years ago. I feel old. How yeah. time COVID. flies. Three, COVID. three and a half years since then. So why am I wow. writing to you again? I mean, it can't be because I have anything of interest or merit to share with you, surely. No, <laughs> it's because I guess I've been having a staggering renaissance of late. Oh, oh right. During Ooh. the lockdown, I have begun listening to your back catalogue. Oh, God. Every oh, episode God. from the beginning. I'm oh, sorry. I am so, so <laughs> sorry. This has been a fun experience, as on one hand, it is a trip down memory lane. And on the yeah. other, it's a new listening experience for my fiancé. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> Much to my oh, surprise, she absolutely loves your podcast. Oh. Yeah. Especially oh. Fake Keith. <laughs> <laughs> because Fake Keith is the best. Does he actually it say actually, this? It actually does. Yes, yes, I've vouch for that. It does actually say that. You are all complete nutters, and so are yes. the both of us. So your podcast is a wonderful wonderful accompaniment we're almost at podcast 100 Ooh. so there's a long Ooh. way to go till we catch up there really is <laughs> so what else have i been up to during lockdown i guess i come to my main intention for writing this email which is to recommend wholeheartedly that you watch and or review the netflix series dark oh yes i would do a 30 second recommendation but i expect i'll probably ramble on for longer than that <laughs> one of keith's 30 second recommendations was four and a half minutes long <laughs> time is relative by the end i hated the countdown music <laughs> time is relative dark is a german language science fiction show which begins with the disappearance of a young boy from the german town of vinden the show starts from this point and expands further and further out to include numerous characters, plot threads, ideas and time zones. 
From that small starting point, the show expands both forwards and backwards in time and across dimensions as well. The show has a magical blend of interesting characters, brilliant writing, directing and acting and a compelling story arc. And the German adds to the dark and melancholy atmosphere. It is a complicated (laughs) show with multiple time loops and paradoxes and with a main core of about 20 characters being represented by three different actors at different points in their life. But it all holds together. With time travel shows, things often can fall apart and not quite hold together by the end. But they do an amazing job across the three seasons of maintaining narrative clarity whilst tying up every single plot thread. Time travel as a concept has been used many times before in sci-fi, but this show has in many ways turned it into an art form, presenting either new ideas entirely or taking old ideas and perfecting them. I cannot recommend the show highly enough and I would be thrilled to hear your take on it. Just make sure you brush up on your quantum mechanics first. <laughs> I have also been reading and greatly enjoying Rivers of London by Ben Aronovich. Mm, yep. Yeah. Medita, my fiancé, has been reading the books and recommended them to me highly. Mm-hmm. I'm three quarters through the first one and, yeah, it's brilliant. Yep. Yep. Crawley is mentioned in the third book. Yes, yes, Crawley is. Yeah. I constantly yeah. find myself laughing out loud, which makes me seem slightly mad, which is always good. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been reading Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. It's really mm-hmm. good. And I'm excited by the news of a Netflix series. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how they will be able to interpret some of the visuals. Mm. Anyway, mm. I've rambled on for long enough. Keep up the good work and keep being so darn entertaining, <laughs> Mr. M. Well, thank you, Mr. Yes, M. Mr. M. <sighs> yes, I'm still doing these. P.P.S. <laughs> uh, that... Oh, God. If you do watch Dark, make sure you watch the original German with subtitles and void the terrible, terrible, terrible English dub. (laughs) P.P.S. P.S. P.P.P.S. Could we have a Christmas card, please? Oh, yeah, Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Congratulations on your engagement as well. Congratulations. (laughs) I've lost my glasses. (laughs) You put them down there. They've fallen into your boom. I've got them. They've fallen into your (laughs) boom. There's also a good audio adaptation of The Sandman on Audible, which oh. has recently appeared. Can I, can I, um, I, I really couldn't get into that. No, really? <laughs> we've got it, we've got it on Audible and I just <laughs> really didn't enjoy it. I got oh, told really? off. Uh... Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to watch the series. Yeah, it's quite bitty because it is literally taking each issue from the original comic and putting that into audio form. I think the live action version would blend them a bit smoother, Mm. I suspect. But we'll see, yeah. And talking of Christmas cards, we should do another plug. Oh, yes. Right, as Mr. M and Matt have reminded you, we have a Christmas card to hand out. Do we? Drawn by the wonderful Grant Perkins. It is Mm -hmm. brilliant. It really, really is potentially brilliant. our best Christmas card yet. Easily our best Christmas card yet. It was done. <laughs> it was done happened. by a professional. Not six morons going. Oh well, if we just put the headers pertly in front of a green thing, we'll do something. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you would like a Christmas card. Or if you'd just like to talk to us about anything at all, you need to send us mm. your address, full address, please, to show... For the Christmas card. At... Staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. 
and we will send you a Christmas card signed by all of us. We managed to sign it in that brief 20 minutes when we weren't in lockdown. As as, as the doors were coming down. Yeah, actually. we were frantically yeah. struggling yeah. away. Virtually. Literally the night before. Literally almost that situation. Adam did a, a quick run from Crawley to London so I could sign them. About two yeah. hours before lockdown kicked yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> I would add, hero. if Jeez. you are going to ask for a card, Ask for it as soon as possible because obviously a lot of people are going to be sending gifts and cards and the postage service is going to be under a lot of pressure and they will also be short of staff. So if you want it for Christmas, we need to know fairly soon. Mm, I do intend to start sending the first ones to Australia and uh, America this coming week. I will get them in post pretty quickly. You can have a New Year card instead. (laughs) We can still send. They can still have it. It just might be a New Year card. (laughs) It may be. Literally what you just said, wasn't it? Yes. Shall I attack her for you? No, no, it's quite (laughs) all right. You sure? Yes. Yes, I can beat her to with an inch of her life. She's up in London at the moment. Oh, yeah. Ah, I get... Ah, no ah, pardon? Ah, ah. I think she's got a cat climbing up her leg. <laughs> yeah, I recognise that. I recognise that look. <laughs> she's got crap. It's either that or she's on the um the orgasm chair. Yeah, having a crisis. Jean's having a crisis. Jean's having a crisis. Oh, that's it. Go with it. It's the most natural thing in the world. Don't hide your passion. Let it, Let it out. <laughs> Come on, we're friends. We love you. Go with it. Feel that flow of energy. If you need to rub one out, just do it. (laughs) Oh God, I (laughs) crap. The facial expression looks like she's in the mind probe. (laughs) Oh, not mind. Her acting is much better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Anyway, that's better. Yes. That was 37 years ago, the mind probe. Yes. Oh, yep, tonight, 37 years tonight. That's incredible, isn't it? 19, what, 1983? That's why I said it. Oh, yeah. God, that's terrifying. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> and before we say goodnight, we would like to send you over to Crumbly's Corner. Crumbly's Corner. It's a bit dank. Smelly. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another lockdown edition of Crumbly's Corner. This should be the last one, then we can all emerge blinking into the daylight once again. So, off we go. Time Lord Victorious, or to be more specific, he kills me, he kills me not, features the Doctor as portrayed by Paul McGann. His drawling diction is very suited to this episode, as it is set in a pseudo-Western surroundings. He had initially set off to do a spot of sightseeing on a planet renowned for attracting settlers from all over the galaxy, but instead finds himself stumbling into a town that Clint Eastwood would be ashamed to book for a lynching, complete with hokey western accents, a runaway heiress and her lover, and a mad ood assassin who keeps talking about his close personal friend, Mr Ball. The Doctor works out that someone has been meddling with time, and as the ending reveals, we find out who has been doing that very same tampering. Very silly in places, and the scene stealer is the Ood Assassin, who may or may not be as mad as a March Hare. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume this episode is part of the Time War arc, and will take place over many locations in space and time, and a few Doctors as well. All in all, another listenable offering from Paul McGann and the Big Finish team. 
Another show that has grabbed my attention that has decidedly Western overtones is The Mandalorian. Even though it is set five years after the Battle of Yavin, as you will see in certain episodes, the Empire is not yet a spent force. The Mandalorian shares quite a few similarities to Clint Eastwood's Man With No Name in the spaghetti westerns of the 1960s, riding into town to help out the each troubled populace before trotting off into the sunset after his job is done. A man of few words, just like his poncho-wearing counterpart in America's Wild West, he is, however, honour-bound to take an infant of Yoda's race back to its own kind, or to the Jedi, in the meantime for look- looking for others of his own kind. I can almost imagine the howls of delight and pointing of fingers at assorted TV screens as the first episode of the new series was screened, as we see the marshal of the town stride into the cantina where the Mandalorian arranged to meet, wearing spoiler music, spoiler music, sha-la-la-la-la, Boba Fett's armour. To say there may have been a few nerdgasms would have been an understatement, but who would want to wear armour that had been just regurgitated from a sarlacc is another matter entirely. I must say a few things about the child. Even though it is a cute cooing infant, it is a miniature eating machine. If it's not eating the barely developed offspring of a nasty ice cave dwelling giant spider-like creature, it's munching its way through the unfertilized frog spawn of Mrs. Frogspawn in a later episode. Give it 700 years until it reaches maturity and the child will be the Yoda race equivalent of Mr. Creosote. Anyway, moving away from Wild West analogies, the final series I focus my attention on is the second series of Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials. It is an immediate continuation of the first series, with Lyra Silvertongue making her way through the corridor between worlds to find herself in our Oxford, where she meets a young man on a quest similar to her own, seeking the truth about how his father mysteriously disappeared and discovering that his fate is very closely intertwined with that of uh, Lyra's. Even though a lot of critics have dismissed his dark materials as a thinly veiled attack on the Roman Catholic Church, I'm still in two minds as to whether the magisterium is a theocracy with military overtones or a military dictatorship with religious trappings, given the amount of uh, dirigibles, armed forces and submarines they seem to have at their disposal. We also learn more about the nature of dust and how it is connected to the lithiometer and how it is significant in our world to the study of dark matter and forming a bridge between the two universes. It is very much a series where characters' agendas are not defined in shades of black and white and the lines between good and bad become more blurred and ill-defined. Anyway, that's enough of my ramblings for this podcast. Hopefully I shall be back in the studio for the next podcast. So, until then, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Well, thank you for that, Crumbly. That was truly awesome. Yep. Hopefully, and in the future, so yeah. Hopefully, more, no from, more from him <laughs> next time. And enlightening as well. Very much so. Yes. Crumbly yeah. is always enlightening. I'm illuminated. Oh, happy birthday, fake Crumbly! Oh yes, happy birthday, fake oh, yes. Crumbly! Yes. yes, today again. We should have been at the rampant rabbit having something to eat. We should have been. Oh well. Anyway, well. lead us out, Adam. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. Oh, God. More fun, frivolity, maybe jollity, more news and reviews, more who, old and new. So until that... B for birthday. Barmy. Bar mitzvah. What? Badgers. (laughs) Boldly bound, bountifully towards us. Be jewel. (laughs) Battle shorts. (laughs) Comes towards us. <laughs> Crumbly makes it look so easy, doesn't it? Does. It? <laughs> it does, it does, yeah. Keeps control somehow. So this is me, Adam, saying be seeing you. Farewell. Au revoir. Bye bye.
You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 355, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Jean Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Thank you. Right. Are you recording? Yes, what do you mean you're going recording. To be? Woot woot. Put it back there. No touching. Or I'll well, kick touch you this. in the ball. Touch this. Right, kicking you in the ball. Oh! Just the one. Because Crumbly isn't here, we present our, ver- our tribute to the Doctor on his 57th birthday. Uh-huh. On their 57th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to count down this time. You can count down. We're used to your dulcet tones. <laughs> okay. I don't, oh, there we go. I've got a timer no, right here on the recorder. I was going to start from five. It's quite easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep the keep it regular, you know, like roughly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of fruit. <laughs> five, four, three, three, two, one. I would read the news, oh, but he's I... flashing through his Facebook page. I, I can't <laughs> I find it. it. So... No, 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 I did the first one. It's tradition. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> be a cow. No, not. Be a ca- calm is. down. When did it become tradition? That's like Doctor Who canon because someone said it once, even though it's been said differently 53 other times. You're a cockney mm-hmm. bint. Oh. Is, the, th- okay. is the thing still going wibbly wobbly wibbly Hang on, wobbly. yes, yes, it's Good. still going wibbly okay. wobbly wibbly wobbly wibbly wobbly cool. wibbly wobbly. Stop now. Wibbly wobbly. And now, as it's the Doctor's 23rd... No, it's not. And now... 23rd birthday! Shout your noise. Second time around. <laughs> Has anyone got any um five-second recommendations or anything? Five seconds. Eat chocolate, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> is it wibbly-wobbly-ing? Still Hang on. Yeah, you're still wibbly-wobbling. The wibble is still wobbling. Good. So I thought that was just looking at his groin. <laughs> He's staring at its magnificence. Or is it that old that old thing that a teacher used to say? You put your phone down. I haven't got my phone. Yes, you have. Nobody else just looks down at their groin and smiles. <laughs> <laughs> have you read the fun and games about boob armour? About what? 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 Boob armour? Yeah, the Mandalorian. An elephant version of Obama. Yeah, the Mandalorian. <laughs> no. We have a, a female Mandalorian turn up. Mm-hmm. Oh, boob armor! <laughs> Good God! Plus oh, boob armor, <laughs> and certain people have sort of uh, been outraged that she's wearing armor that is contoured to her form. Mm-hmm. Terrible, isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, you know, nothing like feeling comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I know. These women and their boobs <laughs> should be banned. <laughs> okay, Jean, me and you. We're going to drop out the podcast, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and it's you, Keith. Paragoxes. The paracoxes? What are you on about? Where would you mind? <laughs> Why does she keep thrusting her tits at the screen? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't objecting. The afterglow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those nipples. <laughs> the 
it's your turn. We're going to have a tits off. Come on. Thrust your boobies. A tits off? A tits off, yeah. <laughs> Only, if you Only if you two have a knob off. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Put it away. 